There are roughly 6 million people living with Alzheimer's in the U.S., a figure that is expected to more than double by 2050. The memory-robbing disease kills more than 120,000 Americans a year, making it the sixth leading cause of death. Alzheimer's disease is a devastating disease of progressive dementia, where people can lose various aspects of their cognitive functioning, their ability to remember key things and people. Eugenia's not aware of the fact that she can ask me the same question 10 times in 10 minutes. I mean, it, 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 well, maybe nine and a half. <laughs> nine and a half times. The U.S. has spent billions on research, but still hasn't been able to develop a drug that targets the cause of the disease. We know that it's a costly disease, and the burden of that cost continues to grow exponentially. A drug for any company that could treat Alzheimer's successfully would be seen as just a goldmine for Wall Street and a huge gift to society. Now, one biotech company thinks it's cracked Alzheimer's tricky code in a drug known as aducanumab, now sold as Adjahelm. This is an approval for Biogen. This is a huge stock event. It's a 50% pop on this FDA approval. But Biogen has reported only a fraction of estimated sales. The company's share price has nearly halved. Major insurers haven't decided whether to cover the treatment, which Biogen originally priced at roughly $56,000 per year. But now the company is bringing that down by about 50% to hopefully boost sales. And all of this comes as the FDA itself faces investigations into its Adjahelm decision, which went against the advice of its own advisors. There's been a real mixed reception among doctors uh, because of the lack of completely convincing data supporting whether the drug works. So the question is, who will be prescribing this? Who will be monitoring it? Who will have access to it? And who's going to pay for it? The U.S. spends roughly $3 billion on Alzheimer's and dementia research every year. That's up 360% over the past five years. Spending on people with Alzheimer's is set to cost Medicare $599 billion by 2050. The fact is, is that Alzheimer's is not just a disease of the individual who has it. It is a burden on also uh, individuals who are caregivers as well. In 2020, there are over 11 million Americans who are providing unpaid care for individuals with Alzheimer's. That unpaid care is costly to them and to their family. I'm Eugenia Zuckerman, and I have Alzheimer's. I'm Dick Novick, uh, retired from the broadcasting business uh, to be able to take care of my wife uh, once I heard she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Eugenia was diagnosed three years ago. Every senior walks around the house with their glasses on their forehead saying, where are my glasses? But, but this got beyond that. This got to, uh, you know, constantly asking the same question. A certain amount of disorientation. My daughters were saying to me, Mom, something is wrong with you. You're not sounding okay. Uh, you, we have to take you to the hospital and get you tested. I said, no way. But of course, I ended up being taken to the hospital and uh, being uh, looked at very carefully. One of the biggest shocks to us was, <laughs> you go to any other specialist, a gastroenterologist, and they give you a medicine for your stomach ache. With Alzheimer's, there has been really no commonly prescribed medication. Alzheimer's is a notoriously difficult disease to treat. There are a couple drugs 
available. They're, you know, at this point, many decades old, and uh, they can help with some of the symptoms associated with Alzheimer's disease, but in general, they don't work very well. So there hadn't been a new Alzheimer's drug approved in almost two decades when Aduhelm came along, and nothing out there to try to actually affect the underlying drivers of the disease. That's where Biogen comes in. In recent years, its portfolio of other drugs has faced growing generic competition. In 2020, the company posted $13.4 billion in revenue, a near 6.5% drop year over year. Researchers designed Agihelm to target one of the disease's defining characteristics. What happens with an Alzheimer's disease is that there's a faulty cleavage of amyloid in a sense that uh, it results in the production of these insoluble and sticky uh, amyloid beta, we call them. And when this forms, what happens is that uh, they accumulate in the brain and around it, uh, surrounding it are signs of inflammation, oxidation, and brain cell death. So Lily has a very similar drug to Biogen's called Donanumab, um, which it has been developing and had some really promising earlier stage results that showed not just that it clears the amyloid plaques from the brain, but also that there is uh, an effect on cognition. But the path to an FDA-approved Alzheimer's drug has been riddled with failures. Over 200 potential medicines failed their trials over the past decade, and in early 2019, Agihelm almost became one of them. In early 2019, Biogen said it was giving up on Agihelm after it didn't appear to work in two large trials, and researchers began to doubt that reducing amyloid would benefit Alzheimer's patients. Nobody has, has shown that this is the cause of Alzheimer's disease. And certainly it hasn't been shown to be the only cause of Alzheimer's disease because there are also other abnormal proteins that accumulate in the Alzheimer's brain. There have been a lot of drugs that have been developed for Alzheimer's disease and, and you know, dozens of drugs like aducanumab have targeted uh, amyloid plaque. None of those drugs have shown any real benefit. But eight months later, Biogen made a surprising reversal. The company claimed a new analysis of one of those trials showed Agihelm actually improved cognitive function for patients on a high dose. Even though the other trial didn't find any benefit, Biogen forged ahead with Agihelm's FDA application. The Alzheimer's Association is very supportive of approval um, at this point based on the available science uh, that we saw leading up to the approval process um, and that has continued to be published, not just in this drug, but in the total class of drugs that we are seeing. I didn't think there was very convincing evidence that there was that the drug worked. In addition to that, you have to take into account the fact that the um, the effect size that was observed, even in that one arm of the one trial, was an extremely small effect size. Harvard University's Dr. Aaron Kesselheim sat on an FDA advisory committee that overwhelmingly voted against approving Agihelm. And then when you take into account also the fact that the drug was associated with brain swelling and, and bleeding in about a third of patients, even though you know in many of those patients it was well managed, to me it didn't seem like um, the um, very you know inconclusive, um, conflicting um, evidence of benefits outweighed the substantial you know risks. But instead of following the committee's advice, the FDA used a special method known as an accelerated approval for Agihelm. The FDA approved the drug on its track record of removing amyloid from the brain rather than slowing dementia. 
Often we see drugs get approved in this accelerated approval pathway for diseases like cancer. Usually it's on pretty well understood mechanisms. Um, so if you can shrink a tumor, that's expected that over time that will result in improvements in overall survival. So it was controversial and it was kind of like the FDA saying, we believe in the amyloid hypothesis, even though the neuroscience community is still in disagreement about it. During the advisory committee meeting, the FDA had explicitly said that they weren't considering the, you know, approving this drug merely on the basis of its effect on amyloid plaque alone. Um, and so then when the FDA approved the drug in June and it approved the drug on the basis of the effect of amyloid plaque alone, it was, you know, sort of going back on what it had said six months before. Well, accelerated approval is a well-established pathway by the U.S. FDA. So there is nothing new or revolutionary here. We are able to gradually decrease this plaque burden that is affecting the neurons and causing Alzheimer's disease. I think this is significant. Kesselheim and two other members resigned from the FDA's committee shortly after. I stand ready to try to help the FDA understand the decision-making process in this case and you know what went wrong with it. Um, but, you know, I do think that it, it does require some additional investigation to try to figure out what went on here. Now that we have seen the path that we have one approved treatment and potentially others on the horizon, we need to make sure that those who could benefit from it have access to it. The FDA's approval sent shares of the company up over 60 percent from the first day of trading in 2021. Wall Street expected Biogen's new drug to rake in billions of dollars every year. Of the estimated 6 million patients in the U.S., up to 2 million of them would be early enough in the disease to take Agihelm. Except just 120 clinics are now administering Agihelm, far from the 900 Biogen hoped to have up and running. So when this drug was approved, there was an expectation that, you know, thousands of Alzheimer's patients would be lining up to get it. And as we've seen Biogen report its initial results, it's really turned out to be a lot fewer than that. Agihelm only made $300,000 during Biogen's third quarter. That was far from the roughly $10 million Wall Street was expecting. So after the approval, a lot of eyebrows were raised, both by the process itself and by the price. And at least one congressional investigation has been opened by Representatives Carolyn Maloney and Frank Pallone, essentially into both of those issues. According to a report from Stat News, Biogen executives held a close relationship with FDA officials to help revive Agihelm after it failed its late-stage trial. When asked for comment, Biogen said the FDA asked the company to participate in an exceptionally thorough collaborative work stream process to understand its trial data. A lot of that focused on a meeting that a senior Biogen executive had with uh, the head of the neurology drug division at the FDA. They met at a uh, scientific conference uh, and uh, really just sort of talked uh, potentially about whether this drug had a future. You know, meetings between the FDA and companies are, you know, is normal and is very important for, you know, for, to, to be able to exchange um, ideas and thoughts about the, you know, process of drug development to try to make it more efficient. But, you know, I think it's also very important that when those meetings happen, that there is transparency around them and that, um, you know, there is, um, you know, full disclosure about the existence of those meetings. You know, the fact is, is... Um... This is a historic moment, and we seem to be getting lost in some of the details around um, the approval process. 
Shortly after the report, interim FDA commissioner Dr. Janet Woodcock requested an independent investigation into her own agency. The FDA told CNBC they were not in a position to comment given the investigation. However, the Office of the Inspector General reiterated they are committed to overseeing the integrity of FDA's drug approval process. Biogen's initial decision to price a year's worth of Agihome infusions at about $56,000 per year sparked criticism. That was, by some estimates, 10 times higher than what a lot of folks expected. And on top of that will be infusion costs, because this is a monthly infusion, as well as monitoring costs, such as uh, the serial MRIs that need to be done. However, with sales lagging, Biogen said it would slash Agihelm's list price by roughly 50% at the start of 2022. If we knew this was going to work, I'd take a second mortgage on the house. I mean, uh, to, to stop the, the, the loss of, of memory uh, would be worth whatever. Meanwhile, major insurers like Medicare are still debating whether to reimburse seniors for amyloid-targeting antibodies like Agihelm. Under the drug's previous price, the agency running Medicare warned that Part B premiums were set to rise in 2022 by about 15% because of the Alzheimer's treatment. Medicare, of course, is the government payer that covers the elderly. And so a lot of Alzheimer's patients will be influenced by this coverage decision. That is expected early next year uh, and could be extremely influential. And of course, with that comes a question of not just coverage for the medication, but coverage for the infusion, coverage for the required monitoring. As part of Adjahelm's approval, Biogen has to show through an additional study that removing amyloid actually slows patients' dementia. Initially, when they got the approval, Biogen CEO Michelle Venatsis joined us on CNBC and he said they had up to nine years to show uh, that confirmatory result. We will be in a position to generate real-world evidence data that hopefully will substantiate the mechanism of action. After that, uh, it was reported the FDA was not happy with how long they said uh, that they could potentially take on it. We agree that nine years is too long to wait for answers related to this confirmatory trial. Biogen has since cut its timeline for the trial, which is set to enroll 1,300 people from nine years to four once it kicks off in early 2022. Executives remain confident in Adjahelm's long-term potential. Biogen is trying to rapidly onboard more infusion centers and improve amyloid testing by covering the cost for patients. The company believes it can recruit 50,000 new patients with Adjahelm's newly lowered price. But the drug's delayed uptake has been damaging to Biogen, which is now expecting to cut costs by about $500 million in 2022. The company has another promising Alzheimer's treatment known as lecanemab currently in late-stage testing, but its clock is ticking. Competitor Eli Lilly filed its amyloid-targeting treatment, donatumab, with the FDA in October and hopes for an approval as early as 2022. It is exciting to potentially have not just the first treatment, but the second and the third and the fourth in the pipeline. The vast majority of the patients who have asked me about aducanumab or aduhelm um, have listened very thoughtfully to uh, the answers that I provide them. So a lot of them are hopeful that this will be the start of uh, the new era in therapy of Alzheimer's disease and in the near future, uh, we will actually have effective and safe and affordable and accessible medications. In terms of this new drug, we are keeping an open mind. If, if only there were a way of, of uh, being more certain in our minds that it works. But I don't want to jump into it. I don't want to make a mistake. We're all going to die. But for someone who knows that they are going to die sooner than they'd like to, it, it makes everything just very different.
I can remember moments of thinking, that was so wonderful. I hope I get a lot more of those wonderful moments. I feel as if um, I am living, have lived, and want to continue to live best I can.